that day I was acting cool, cuz. Nigga, what? what's up? How gangster are you, cuz? Hey, I don't fuck with you, cuz. You disrespecting me. I don't fuck with you, cuz. You disrespecting me. Hey. I go hard, cuz. I hopefully y'all can see me. I'm waiting for my page to load here. I think it's getting ready to load. How are you guys doing? Can y'all see me? Can y'all hear me? Why was this confusion when I first come on? Yeah, I was acting cool. Goes. Okay, there it goes. Hey, you guys. I hope you guys are doing good. <laughs> All right. I've not been like MIA. Honey, I have been enjoying Game of Thrones. I made it to the fourth season. I'm on the fourth season, episode one. Yesterday, I, I, I finished the third season, and the third season was crazy. I was not expecting what happened um, at the wedding. I'm not going to spoil it for anybody else who hasn't seen it. But I was up yesterday, like, at 4 o'clock in the morning, screaming at the fight scene. I was not expecting that. So I'm, like, an official Game of Thrones, like, follower, watcher. I cannot wait till I end up finishing this eight years worth of episodes but I'm up to year four. So I'm I'm really, really loving it. So thank y'all to everybody who put me up on it, honey. Um, okay, what's up, y'all? Somebody said, yeah, they finally caught a live. That's what's uh let me see. We got a super chat. Uh Cheek Chief, uh Chef, excuse me, says it's my birthday. My name is Brittany. Happy birthday, Brittany. And thank you so much for the super chat, sis. So I hope everybody's doing good, honey. I've been, yes, the red wedding. That's what it was called. The red wedding was crazy. Okay. That left me shooketh. I was like literally in the bed at like four o'clock in the morning, like what, like shaking, like what just happened to Lady Caitlin and Rob Stock? Oh no, not me, lady. <laughs> I'm even talking like these people. Okay. So, honey, I just been enjoying, I've really been enjoying it. I've been in my little zen. Um, I know people have been asking me to start a Game of Thrones chat room in the Discord. I don't want to start it yet until I've watched it. Because what y'all is not going to do is spoil it for me, okay? I don't want to... I'm, I'm trying to stay away from any forums. You know, I might look up some of the characters as they come to me, like, you know, as I'm watching the show. But I don't want to be surprised. I don't want any spoilers. So that's why there's no Game of Thrones chat room. But once I've watched all eight seasons, I will definitely have a Game of Thrones chat room because... This is an, um, this is, it's so reminiscent to what we're going through. Um, and then those, those, the, those ghost soldiers, the wildlings, and then like the ghost armies, like, it's just a lot of stuff. It's very mythological and just very, you know, we can kind of put it into context to today. Um, I know I just been MIA cause I just been keeping to myself, honestly, I'm getting my sons on. That's what I'm doing. I had told one of my tea sippers. I've only really been just talking to people in my DMs that I've been talking to and just staying to my Discord. And that's it. And I had told one of my friends in my DM that that's what I'm going to do. Um, this is not my, ba my battle. I'm tired of the censorship. I'm tired of going back and forth with people and their cousins to dissidents. So I'm no longer talking about any of that stuff. I'm going to stick to what I do here, which is spill tea and celebrity gossip, you know, because it seems like anytime I talk about deep stuff, all people like the punk ass breakfast club and Charlemagne the tea and lovely Joe Bud and all they do is steal what I say and then regurgitate it on their platforms. 
you know, so I'm gonna just stick it to the light topics. Anything deep, I'll just talk to like-minded people and that's it. I just, I don't have time for the public to keep coming at me for my posts to get taken down off of Instagram. So I'm just going to act like Miss Senza and, you know, play it off. Like I really like her character because she's, you know, at first I didn't know how I felt about her, but I'm learning that she's doing this because she has to survive. You know, she's a 14 year old girl and she has to play her role. So she has to pretend like she loves King Joffrey. So that's what I'm going to do. I have no opinion on anything when it comes to that. I said what I said. They were removed. I'm done. <laughs> but yes, honey, I'm, I'm, I'm loving I'm loving the show. So thank y'all to who encouraged me to start watching it. I'm obsessed. I really am. Um, let me see here. Jordy sent 499 says, hey, T, love you. Finally caught a live. I'm not at work. I graduate this year. I've been watching you since middle school. Thank you so much for the super chat and congratulations. I know it's been a rough year, you know, but you know, it's different, but yeah, congratulations on graduating. Let's see here. Love Stone Saint five says, I have been watching your channel for a while. I love what you do. Keep up the good work. Thank you so much, sis. I appreciate you. Um, Gisela Alvarado, thank you for the $4.99 sticker. I appreciate it. Um, the Ina Tenopissen, sorry, I totally butchered that. Says, just got off work. Glad to catch a live. Love you and your videos. Thank you so much, sis. Um, let's see here. Brittany said $9.99. Thank you, Brittany. Shonda Angelica says, it's my birthday too. One eleven, catching a live. First time in a while. Happy birthday to all the cats. See, looking extra luscious. Rawr. Thank you so much. My son is a Capricorn. His birthday is right around the corner. It's on Martin Luther King's Day. So shout out to all the Capricorns. Um, Random V88, thank you for the $14.99 V. Um, Spiritual Black Boy says, hey, T, miss hearing your voice. Hope you're doing well from VA. Yeah, I'm doing okay. I just took a, a break, you know, from like the main social media you know, cause it, it was just, it, it's just too much. So I'm just taking a break. I don't have too much to say anymore on Instagram. I'm just going to go where I'm, where I'm wanted. That's it. That's all. <laughs> so, but I'm, I'm doing okay. I'm hanging in there. So I hope you are too. Um, MJ Cobb says T, but we love these deep conversations. Yeah, I love them too, but I'm not going to risk my, my platform for people who, you know what I'm saying? Who don't care. Yeah, I know I know a lot of y'all care and y'all enjoy it, but I'm not gonna risk my platform because at the end of the day, you know, um, as a black woman, I'm not protected. So if something happens to me and, and my platform, y'all just gonna go on to business as usual. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm not Breakfast Club. I don't have, you know, Revolt TV and all these people backing me. It's just me. So yeah, I'm, I'm not doing that anymore because to me, it's, it's just been too much of a headache. So I have my deep conversations. I just have them on my Discord. That's it. Um, Adrian Renee says, hey, T, I'm glad you got put on to Game of Thrones. Arya Stark is my favorite. I love Arya. I just watched her get her first official kill. I, I love her. I love everything that she embodies. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just, I've learned so much. And one thing, you know, I can say in reference to Game of Thrones is I don't care what century we live in. You could live in the 15th century. You could live in the Middle Ages of Europe. You could live in Africa. You know, you could live in the 21st century. People are just people. 
And that and that show has solidified it to me. There is there's a character for everybody. You have black people on there, you have gay people, you have eunuchs, you have kings, noblemen, just treacherous people. You can't trust anybody. You know, like everything that they're going through, we go through. The only difference is we have this, you know, modern technology and they didn't. But yeah, people are just people, you know, no matter the century that you're in. That's the only thing that makes you different from from these characters. It's just the fact that you're in this time and space and they're in that time and space. And I love it. I've been having a ball, me lady, hanging out in the 15th century, like literally every night. I stay up till about four or five in the morning and I'm just watching Game of Thrones. So I love it. Um, let's see here. Main Raheem says, hey, T, it's Raheem. Thank you for the Christmas care package. Oh, I was wondering if you got my package to you. Thank you for the super chat. Uh, he says, love the buttercream and all your products are amazing. Thank you, love. Love you, sis. You are more than welcome. I sent out a bunch of Christmas presents this year, so I'm so glad you got it. I'm glad I've gotten awesome feedback on the product, so that makes me super happy. So thank you so much for the super chat. I appreciate you. Um, Straight Facts says, I appreciate you keeping me informed on world news. Keep me sipping tea. Don't stop. Thank you so much, and thanks for the super chat. Tilly Shan says, can you please open up the Discord at least when you're going to open it up again? Looking good, hon. At this point, me and my mods have just decided, no, we're not going to open it up anytime soon because there's too much flagging going on. Um, there's there's moles everywhere, you know, and that that's just my safe space. You know what I'm saying? Like, even when I posted the video of the baby, not the baby, who was that? Blueface at the strip club. They took it down so he can post it. But when I post it and say, well, hey, he can post girls scantily clad and twerking and that's OK. But if I post the truth, it gets taken down. And then what did they do? They took it down. So at this point, I just want my safe space, you know, and me and the moms just kind of agree. We have more than enough people on there and we just don't want a bunch of new energy right now. So right now, I don't know when I'm going to open it up, but it's not going to be like really anytime soon it's just too much censorship and people want to be free to kind of express themselves and this is not a this is not a cult of personalities i don't expect anybody to agree with anything i post in the discord it's just my opinion you got some people who are for the censorship you got some people who are not for the censorship everybody's entitled to their opinion it is our safe space so that's the only thing um let's see here jodeci reset 9.99 Thank you, Joe, to see. Um, just Tasha says, have you thought about going on Station Head? I need that deep tea. No, I'm on Discord. <laughs> no, I'm not going to Station Head. But thank you, sis. Um, oh, Courtney says, I named my daughter Aria. A lot of people name their kids after these characters. One of my mother-in-law's friends, she had her daughter, and she named her daughter Khaleesi. That's when I first heard the name. I didn't really know about Game of Thrones. I said Khaleesi. I said, where you find that name for this little white girl? <laughs> well, that's her name. And she was like, she's a big Game of Thrones fan. So now that I see the character Khaleesi, it makes sense. You know, maybe if I ever have another child, I'll name, you know, her something out for there. Because I like the names. The names are just really dope. So, yeah. So, you guys, I really appreciate the Super Chats. You guys are just dope. You know what I'm saying? You guys always support, and I really appreciate that. Um, let me go ahead here and get on with the show. <laughs> we got over 8,000 people watching, so I wanted to make sure we had enough folks in here. So I want to go ahead and hit on the topic here 
was Summer Walker. So Summer Walker basically caught out the Kardashians the other day, and it caused a lot of controversy and some backlash. So some people feel like, okay, right message, wrong messenger. How are you going to call them out? But you done chopped your nose and, you know, she's had her nose done. She's had her body done. So people are basically saying that Summer Walker was being a hypocrite. So I'm going to go ahead and show you guys the post here. Give me just a second of what Summer Walker posted of the Kardashian Jenna clan, <laughs> the Kardashian sisters. Let me see here. So this is her post. So Summer Walker says, the difference in color between their hands and their faces. Then she says, white girls want to be darker black girls. Foundation to be that damn light. Fat want to be skinny. Skinny want to be thick. White girls want want bigger lips. Black girls want smaller noses. Curly girls want straight. Straight want curly. Everyone wants what the other person got. My Lord, it's not shade. It's just an observation. So that is what she wrote. And a lot of people were not feeling that. So she got, you know, a lot of backlash, like, okay, well, you've done things to yourself. So why do you have so much to say? So then she decided to reply back to everybody. This is her um, burner account that she has. And it's like her more deep account. And so she follows me on this page. So I seen when she posted this, and she says, I know critical thinking is very is a very difficult task for a vast majority, but the purpose of the last post was to shed light on how a lot of us, as in me and you, should start figuring out why we always want what someone else has aesthetically. We will never be satisfied chasing modern day beauty standards because it keeps changing. Like every time it's a new trend, we all just going to continue to alter our bodies. And this goes for every ethnicity it affects 90% of us. Then she says, it's just something to make you think not shade. Then she says, a lot of y'all get so fucking mad at the truth. It's the delusion for me. Then she was still getting drugged. Then she goes on to write this dissertation. Your life got to be difficult as F. If you literally think, sleep, eat, and breathe in the space of ego that is scary. People who live in ego are damn near incapable of introspection, meaning you lack the ability to evaluate yourself. So let me put you in the let me put this in dummy terms. For the people who keep asking, but didn't you get your nose done? Obviously. So that gives me even more of a right to speak on this instead of lying and acting like I ain't had no work done, like a lot of y'all. I was just wondering why we let the media's yearly unrealistic beauty standards affect us into wanting to be something that we're not. The trend will stop changing and then we'll have to just keep changing, which is stupid. I figured this was common sense, though. So that is what Miss Summer Walker had to say. And to be honest with you, I don't see any lies in what she said. I think she spoke, you know, a lot of truth. Um but and I don't I don't even think it's like the Ron Messenger. If people were saying she's the Ron Messenger because she got her nose done. I don't think that. I think she spoke a lot of truth. And I think that a lot of times people don't like to be, you know, they don't like to look in the mirror at themselves and just be honest, you know. And I do feel like a lot of things in society is so quick to pick people apart and say that, you know, 
the way God made you is wrong. You know, you need to look a certain way. And especially people in the industry, I don't care if you're in the music industry, acting, whatever, a lot of people in the industry, they fall victim to that. You know, I can't even lie. Every time I see Candy's daughter, um, what is her name? Riley. Every time I see Riley on Real Housewives, she makes me uncomfortable. Her nose, I don't like it. And that's just me being real, not trying to be mean. I don't like it. It, it just, it, it does not fit her face. And I'm just so sad that at that young age, she felt that there was something wrong with her original nose. Her original nose fit her face. She's a very cute girl, but this new nose just, it does not work. It just, it doesn't, you know what I mean? And it's sad that so many young girls feel like they have to change themselves. You know, if it's not the nose, it's the boobs, it's the, you know, the hips, it's the ass. And it's easy to say that, you know, it's hypocritical of summer to say that, but a lot of people have felt that pressure. A lot of people have, I'm just keeping it real. I'm sorry. That nose looks strange to me. Y'all can say I'm mean, but I feel very uncomfortable when she comes on the screen. It does not look natural. And it makes me sad that at 17 years old, she felt the need to, to chop off her nose like that. And that's just me keeping it real. Just, it does not fit her face. Um, I think a lot of us deal with different insecurities and Instagram is an app that highlights that. You know what I'm saying? I remember I had posted a picture of me the other day on Instagram. And I kind of debated, like, do I even want to post this? Because we live in such a superficial world. Like, this is sacrilegious. I had cut some of my hair. Um, so I decided to just kind of, you know, I wanted some bangs. So I cut my bangs and I cut like two, three inches off of my hair in general. And so I just decided to just post some pictures of my face with no makeup, no weed, no nothing. This is my hair that I, you know, my bangs. And so I was just telling people, like, I know this is sacrilegious in the arrogant Facetune world of Instagram, but I've never been one to give a shit about showing my real face and natural hair. So this is just me, you know, but like people don't see that enough. And I feel like it's okay to just show people what you look like without like all the glamour. You know what I'm saying? And that's me with no filter, no fucking makeup. My eyebrows are not on fleek. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's like, that is such a rarity nowadays. Like everything you see on your timeline is like just perfectly made faces, hair whipped and you know what I'm saying? Nails done. And then we sit there and we cry when young girls feel like they have to look like a perfect image. They have to look like Kylie Jenner. They got to look like Kim Kardashian. They got to look like, you know, these perfectly made Instagram models because nobody ever shows themselves. You know what I'm saying? It's like sacrilegious to just show, you know, what you look like outside of all of this, you know? And that's sad. And that's where it's gotten to as society. I look really young when I don't have on, you know what I mean? Like my wigs and my makeup, I look like, you know, like I'm like 20. So at least with this way, I look a little bit older, but yeah. And it's like, you know, apps like Facetune are popular for a reason, you know? So why people want to get mad at Summer? I don't think Summer was saying anything wrong. I think the way when she first worded it, it was choppy. It didn't really make, it, it made some sense, but I think had she worded it like she did the second time, it would have been received better. 
you know, and that's the thing with social media. They're going to pick everything you post apart. So whatever you're going to write, you need to make sure that it makes sense. Otherwise, it looks like you're shading or like you're jealous and things like that. And a lot of people, you know, like to go in on the Kardashians and say, oh, well, their bodies are fake and they're trying to look like black women and things like that. But and, and that might be true. But the point is, at the end of the day, I don't think that they're necessarily like trying to darken themselves to look like dark skinned black women. A lot of white girls who do that, they're trying to look racially ambiguous. You know, they're trying to add a little bit of flavor. You know what I mean? And that's why they do that. But I feel like even with them getting plastic surgery, remember, for for years, Kylie Jenner was the ugly sister, her and Chloe. You know, people forget that these words really affect people. For so long, they were the ugly sisters. They were the ugly. She was the ugly Jenner. Kendall was the prettier one. And Chloe was the ugly Kardashian. And so people will knock them and say that they're ugly. They're ugly. Look at them. They're not as cute. Look at her body. She has no lips. And then when people start fixing stuff, then y'all turn around and knock them too. It, it doesn't make sense. So, and I feel like some of that shit comes from jealousy, just like with Regine. She spent all that time hating on girls, you know, with Instagram bodies, all these Instagram girls, and I'm natural, this, this, and that. Well, if you're confident within yourself, you don't have to knock what another woman chooses to do, regardless if she chooses to get her body done or not. That is her business. And I always felt like everything she was saying and all that knocking of these women was because she low-key wanted to look like that. And as soon as she got a chance, she ran to go look like that. And when it got her body done, titties done, stomach done, you know, and everything else. So, and now she swears the whole world is hating on her. She did an interview earlier today with uh, Jason Lee, where she's saying that, you know, folks are hating on her. But it's like, no, nobody's hating on you. You're the one who ran and got all this stuff done. And now it's kind of gotten to your head. And I think that's where some of that issue comes in, too, is that a lot of people forget where they were before they got all this shit done. You know, I love pulling up them old pictures. Bitches issue, you might want to bring it down a notch, okay? Remember when K. Michelle was going in on people and dragging them and, you know, and people found old pictures of her and her teeth was raggedy and, you know, her body wasn't on point. It's like, be, be humble because we can all pay to get stuff done. You know what I'm saying? We can all pay to like tweak things and fix our noses and, you know, all types of stuff. It's a lot harder to just walk in this world in this 20th century as the people that we are without getting a bunch of stuff done. You know, so, yeah, you got a lot of people who are just full of themselves. Let me go ahead and um, play y'all the video where she was talking today about folks hating on her. Why do you think people hate so much like why do you deal with so much shit? is it because you have that i don't give a fuck attitude you can't phase me type attitude is it because you're very solid in who you are as a woman people are i, I feel like people hate so much because it's people that really didn't grow up with the love that i had they didn't they didn't grow up with the things that i had they didn't they want that you know and they can't really like get to me. It can't affect me. So they gonna say, oh, she looks fat in that. She, oh, she, she a clown. She back with him. She this and that. Because at the end of the day, I'm still successful. I'm still blessed. I still wake up every morning in my house. Like, I just feel like people, hate comes from hate within. So it's like, if you hate on me, then you're not happy with yourself because I'm a very cool person. I don't go around hating on people. I don't go around talking down on people. I'm very supportive. I love. Why do you think 
Keep she's going around. Here because she's gone around and hated on other girls who have done nothing to her. But let's continue. Hating on people. I don't go around talking down on people. I'm very supportive. I love, I love to support like people. I love females. Like I love when females like supporting. Like I, I just I'm different. Like if people just be trying to base me off, like base my character off of who I date and who I take back. And that shit is weird to me because y'all ain't in my bed. So it's like it's so weird, but I understand y'all looking out for me, but I don't look out for myself. I swear I am going around hating on people. So then the reason why they were playing that is because earlier this morning, she says, when you're that bitch, the hate comes in when you open your eyes. And then somebody says it's too early in the morning for this. Then she says a lot of hoes mad. Just noticing that for real. Stay tuned. I ain't done. So that is what Regine had to say. And my thing is this, when you're confident within yourself, when you love yourself, you don't even have to make posts like that. You really don't. Because if you're if you're if you know you're that girl, you don't have to address any of these people that you consider low-hanging fruit. You know, I think that a lot of her self-esteem um I don't, she tries to make her self-esteem seem a lot higher than it is, but her whole identity from the time she's been a child is I'm little Wayne's daughter. And she thought that that was going to give her one up and it really didn't. Nobody cared. You know what I'm saying? And so then when she got with Lucci, she kind of wrapped her identity, her identity in Lucci. And then, you know what I'm saying? When he started playing her and cheating and talking to other girls, she threw a lot of shade at a lot of these girls, even the ones who weren't cheating with him. She threw a lot of shade at that pool party when her and Zanique showed up to it, you know, went in on the women there, talked mess about them. But now that she's gotten work done and she feels more confident, now it's all these people are hating on me and all these people worried about me. Nobody cares. Trust me, nobody cares. You bring this up more than the people. I don't even see people really bringing up her situation. She brings it up, you know? And I just feel like, again, if, you know, when you're confident, you don't have to knock other people. And she spent a lot of time doing that. And I just think that her attitude, the reason why she gets hate is because her attitude rubs a lot of people the wrong way. She kind of gives this, you know, spoiled, you know, daddy's girl vibe. I remember watching on Growing Hip Hop and before Growing Up Hip Hop, you know, I just thought she was like this sweet little girl. And then when I watched the way she talked to her mother, the way she talked to Miss Deb, I was like, okay, I, I'm, I'm off that. I ain't got time. <laughs> Next case. You know what I mean? I just don't like disrespectful young people. Um, Forever Fine says, you sound biased and jealous. Biased and jealous of who, motherfucker? You don't even have a picture or a video. So you can enjoy the block party since I sound biased and jealous of who? I'm confused. My titties are real. Okay? I don't have to be biased and jealous of anybody. People kill me with the bullshit. So... You know, like I said, she's just come off like real funny acting towards people. And I think that's why she gets the backlash that she gets. Um, Y'all laughing. Y'all now will flip in a second. Don't try me. Don't think you can type some shit because if I see it, I'm going to call your ass out, period. If you don't like it, get out. Um, Brianka sent $20. She says, hey, T, I've been watching since I was 13, 14. I turned 25 in March. You have honestly played a part in raising me in the sense, thank you for being real and being you. 
You are more than welcome. And thank you so much for coming through, sis. Appreciate you. Oh, we got a $49.99 super chat. Thank you so much. Uh, Diggy Janae sent $49.99. She says, don't let YouTube or Instagram steal your shine. Don't stop being you. Thank you so much. And I'm not, you know what I'm saying? I'm still going to be my opinionated self. I'm just going to be smart about it. That's it. That's all. Because like I said, I don't, you know, I don't need to talk about certain things because everything I talk about is not for everybody. So that's what I'm learning. I'm not going to be arguing back and forth in conversations with people. I'm not going to be trying to prove my point. You know, when everything, when everything I've said was going to happen has come to pass. So now people need to figure it out themselves. I'm, I'm done talking publicly about it. But thank you so much for the support, sis. Um, let me see here. Kiyoka says, when I get insecure about being too thin, I think of Aaliyah and how beautiful she was. And she was really effortless. Thank you so much. Yes, Aaliyah was definitely beautiful. And that's the thing right now. There's not, you know, there's not that balance like there used to be. You know, like when we were growing up, you had some women that were just naturally thick and pretty. You had some women that were just thin, you know, like model thin. But now it's like a majority of the women who are famous, they've had work done or they look a certain way. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's the part where it, you know, kind of feeds into people's insecurities. Because when we we're growing up, most people just look more natural. You know what I'm saying? Like if you go back and watch music videos or even movies from like the 90s, those women just look like regular women that you would see in your neighborhood, that you would see at church, that you would see at school, you know, so it wasn't too hard to obtain that. But now you got little girls in high school who look like grown women, like, you know, they're like in ninth grade and their hair is whipped and, you know, what I'm saying nails done, lashes and everything else. So it's definitely a, a different, you know, it's definitely different nowadays, whereas you don't see as many girls with just who are naturally thin. I think maybe like Danny Lay, she's like the main one that I see. Um, there's a few others, but it's not a whole lot. Like when Aaliyah was around, most of the women back then were either naturally thin or more natural. So thank you for that. Um, let me see here. Britt Mars says, I don't care what these young girls do with their bodies. I just wish that these younger girls will finish allowing their bodies to develop. Yeah, that's true. Thank you so much for the super chat. Um, Travis Brunson says, honey, lovely tea is it. Keep being you. You know, I will, honey. Definitely. I'm gonna keep doing that. Thank you so much for the super chat. Um, Namaste says I've lost a lot of weight, but since TikTok, I never feel thin enough. Wow. Thank you for the super chat. Yeah. You know, like, like we talked about when I had Mr. Deontay Towner on here, you know, a lot of these social media apps, they do take a toll on people, you know, because you're always fed highlight rules. You're always fed perfection, you know? So if you're always fed perfection, then of course, you know, like Summer Walker was saying, you're going to see a rise in plastic surgery. You're going to see a rise in women thinking that they need to change things about themselves. And she even admitted that's why she changed herself. You know what I'm saying? Because of like just the imagery that we're constantly being fed, that you're not good enough unless you look a certain way, you know, and especially for black women, that can be a slippery slope because I feel like, you know, you get whatever you want to get done to your body. That's your business. But when you start messing with your face, it can be a very slippery slope for black women, you know, especially with the nose. I haven't seen too many good nose jobs on black women. I think probably one of the best I've seen is Don Richard from, um, uh, Danity Kane, 
I didn't think there was anything wrong with her original nose, but whoever her doctor was who gave her the new nose, that doctor did a damn good job. So, you know, some nose jobs, you know, once people get them, it's like, okay, well, shit, damn, they did a good job. I didn't know that was an issue for you. But certain people's nose jobs, no. Um, Adam Martin says, hey, T, love what you do. Sending love from trifling ass Texas. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you for the super chat, love. Um, Toffee Coffee says, I think Regine is still traumatized by how people make fun of her looks, just like how the girls who were bullied in high school end up traumatized. Yeah, and that might be what it is. And I think the reason why people picked on her look so much, it was because of her attitude. So it's like, you know, because her attitude was always kind of nasty towards folks. That's why they always went in on her body. And I think it just probably took a toll on her. And then she decided to go get work done, which is fine. She's grown. She can do what she wants to do. But, you know, just the constant addressing of haters, that shit gets nauseating. Um, Let me see here. Johanna says, everything comes full circle. The same people that used to comment that Regine was shaped like a linebacker shamed her for getting plastic surgery and not loving herself. Yeah. Like I said earlier, even with the Kardashians, how people would talk about Kylie and say that she wasn't attractive and she was the ugly sister. And, you know, once she started getting work done, look how much she's been able to profit off of that, you know? And so that's why a lot of people feel like, well, damn, let me go the Kylie route. You know, she went from being the ugly duckling, getting all this work done. And now, you know, she gets like $10,000 or a million dollars, whatever, just one Instagram post. You know, her skincare line, everything that she's put out there has been super successful. And a lot of that has been attributed to the fact that she changed herself. So, yeah, definitely comes back full circle. Aquamoon sent $20, says, make sure y'all hit the like button. I see over 8K, quit playing, LOL. T, you look great as always. I love that you show your glam and natural beauty to show that it's okay to love yourself. You inspire the youth. Thank you so much, sis. I appreciate it. Um, yes, definitely hit the like button. You know, folks love to sip. You know, there's 11,000 people in here now. So we'll, we'll see if them likes get up, you know. But yeah, and I appreciate that. And I think that if more people just showed themselves, you know what I'm saying? Um, I think it would make, I guess, people feel more comfortable, you know, like, I remember growing up, people had acne, people had pimples, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, you don't really see that anymore, Um, you know, unless you're like watching a beauty guru who has like skin issues or something, you don't really see that anymore because everybody's just, you know, putting pounds of makeup on and they're covering stuff. So you're thinking that everyone is flawless. And I remember a few weeks ago, Kiki Palmer showed her real face and her skin, I had no idea her skin was that, I don't... um, I think it's worse than acne. I forgot what she called it, but her skin had like pot marks and just a lot of stuff. She was battling a lot of stuff with her skin. And I would have had no idea. I just always assumed she had smooth skin because again, a lot of this is Photoshop is smoke and mirrors. So that made me really proud of Kiki that she just felt, you know, confident enough, enough to show that with to the world because a lot of people wouldn't have done that. You know, you have folks who won't step out the house without looking glammed up, you know? So props to Kiki on that. And I know she's been teaching people like how to put on makeup and what she does to cover her acne. Um, and she's done a great job because like I said, until she was beer face, I didn't know. Oh, PCOS, cystic acne. Okay. I didn't know what that was called. They said Meg the Pegasus. <laughs> Why y'all calling Meg the Pegasus? They says Meg the Pegasus has horrible acne. 
Yeah, and some of that stuff, um, you know, can be from the constant wearing of makeup. That can sometimes break your skin up because you're not allowing your skin to breathe. I'm not saying the PCOS. That's something. It seems like that's more medical um, with Kiki. But I think with some people, too, it can be just a constant having to, you know, put on makeup, especially if you're in the industry, you know, just constantly not giving your skin and your face a rest. You know, that can be a lot, too. But, yeah, I, th- I thought that was I thought that was dope of her to just share her struggles. You know, I thought that was very humbling because I'm sure a lot of women, you know, deal with that. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like it's one or the other, honey. Like, I, I've been honest with y'all. Like, yeah, I have very, very smooth skin, but shit, I got stretch marks. You know what I'm saying? It is what the fuck it is. You know what I mean? Can't be perfect everywhere. <laughs> so we all deal with our, our things. You know, it might be pimples and acne for some, and for other people, it's cellulite and stretch marks. Shit. <laughs> you know, you just got to own it. It sucks. Let's see here. The makeup and the diet. Thank you, Crystal Flower. Yeah, I think... Okay, and other people say makeup can exacerbate it. I think so. I mean, I, I've seen people and they and they put on so much. You know, it's like I, I don't know. I guess everybody's different. I just put on like a light foundation, and sometimes I'll just put on powder, and that's it. And do my eyebrows and put on lipstick, and I'm good. But I guess if you have to cover stuff, so you might have to put on more. But there's people who don't even have acne or you know really anything to cover, and they pile on so many layers and layers. And sometimes that can cause your skin to break out because your skin is not being able to breathe. You know, you just want to, to like wash it off at the end of the night as well. But I never want to necessarily tell people who have things like PCOS what they need to do, because I think um, one thing I've learned from reading the comments is stop telling people like, oh, just drink water. Or, you know, don't drink soda. Don't eat chocolate because stuff like that doesn't have anything to do with their diet. It can be, you know, it's really medical. So. Um, that was really cool to learn from the comment section from people who suffer from that. Because when you think about it, you, you know, you see your face first when you wake up in the morning. Before anybody else sees you, you see you. So you know what the hell's on your face. You know if you're if you're breaking out or whatever. So it doesn't help when somebody's like, oh my God, your skin is breaking out really bad today. It's like, yeah, I noticed. Thank you. <laughs> kind of like when people say stuff like, oh, you gained weight. Yeah, I think I noticed this morning when I took off my clothes, okay? And got in the shower like, damn, where are your abs? I noticed that shit before you did, okay? So I think it's the same thing. Y'all are going in on her, Megasaurus Rex. Y'all, y'all still not feeling Megan, huh? Let's see here. I'm blessed like you, T. Clear skin, but a lot of stretch marks. Yeah. I be telling people it's one thing or another. You know what I'm saying? I bet you Kiki don't got now, now, now one stretch mark on her ass. <laughs> it's always one or the other. So let's go ahead. I've been out here for already, gosh, like 30 minutes. Like time just be fine. It's like having just... Regular conversations. This would have been 38 minutes. I don't even feel like you, honey. So I want to talk about who's was my next topic. Oh, Lori Harvey. Honey, when I tell you her and Michael B. Jordan, they were trending all day today. It was insane. And Lori Harvey, she's been linked to like a lot of men in the industry. Okay. Uh, she went from dating Trey Songs. She dated Diddy's son. Then she dated Diddy. Then we all know about her situation shit with Future. But now she's dating Michael B. Jordan. And Michael B. Jordan and her have made an Instagram official. Y'all go ahead and check this out, honey. 
So this is uh, Michael B. Jordan kissing Lori Harvey. So they kind of made it Instagram official. They have been seen spotted around the holidays with each other. So, you know, some people feel a way about this. And I'll say this. I think Lori Harvey's a really pretty girl. Um, yeah, I see some people saying she's for the streets. And other people are saying Lori needs to write a book on how she's able to get all these guys and things like that. Um I don't see anything wrong with it. Now, I'm going to keep it real. She's she's slept with every last one of these guys. Let's not act like she hasn't. I hate when you try to act like that. She slept with all these guys. But at the end of the day, these men, they do the same thing. How many women have Future been with? How many you know women have Trey Songz been with? The one thing I will say I do respect about Lori is that she has not gotten pregnant yet. You know what I'm saying? Like, she's not out here just... She may date people, but she's not out here having a bunch of kids by folks, especially by Future. A lot of people thought that Future was going to end up knocking her up. She was like, not today, devil. <laughs> she was not going to be the eighth baby mama. She did not play that. So that is one thing I will say about Lori that I did respect. But I think um, her and Michael B. Jordan, something's in my eye. Her and Michael B. Jordan, I think that they do make a good couple. I think that, you know, he's fine. I think he's adorable and she's pretty. So I think they make a good couple. You know, Michael B. Jordan has dated, you know, quite a few women as well. So it's always funny that when it's a woman, look, you know, I'm going to keep it real. Beating she said, wait, no, who said that? Uh, protect her pieces. T says she slept with all of them. You know, I'm going to keep it real. Let's let's not act like she didn't sleep with all these people. You're not going to be dating Trey songs and not giving it up. You're not going to date Diddy. And not give it up. You're not going to date his son. You know what I mean? Like, she had sex with all these people. Let's just keep it real. But all these dudes, they've had sex with all the women that they've been with as well. So what is the difference? You know, I think she gets a lot of hate. One, because she's a pretty girl. And she's able to pull all these guys. You know, she's not doing nothing different than some of y'all. Some of y'all go from, you know, hook booger to hook booger to hook booger. She's just doing it on a bigger scale. You know, but hopefully her ass will, you know, will eventually settle down. You know, let's keep it real. Taylor Swift, she went through a lot of boyfriends. And every time she broke up with a boyfriend, she had a damn song for that ass. You know, and I said the same thing with Taylor Swift. She's young. Let her date around. If she wants to go from boyfriend to boyfriend, that's her business. As long as she ain't out here getting pregnant, what do it matter? You're supposed to date in your 20s. You know, so I, I don't see anything wrong with it. Now, the whole dating the father and then dating the son, that was a bit weird. I don't see how you can sleep with a son and then sleep with the father, honey. But I guess, you know, they do what they do in Hollywood. But I don't think it's the big deal with her, you know, not being with Michael B. Jordan. People are like, oh, she's beneath him. She's for the streets. Oh, please. Y'all act like Michael B. Jordan ain't been out there slinging his shit like, you know, TikToks on the block. So TikToks, not TikToks, TikToks. You know what I mean? So I don't want to hear all that. It's funny that when it comes to her, she's for the streets with these same men. They're not for the streets. How many people has, you know, Diddy done, uh, gotten down with? Female and, you know, allegedly others. So they've all, you know, tied to their share of different people and slept with their share of different people. Right now, Diddy is talking to an 18-year-old. Nobody's knocking him. So let them do them. So I'm here for it. I'm here for it. But I hope, you know, it's not going to be six months from now. They're like, oh, Lori and Michael B. Jordan done broke up, and now she's on to the next. Hopefully, you know, something will come of this. I don't know what she does besides, you know, take on Steve Harvey's last name. Um, does she work? Does she 
on a fashion line. We I don't know what she does, but she do be pulling these dudes. You know what I'm saying? Michael B. Jordan is very successful. So, you know, hopefully they'll be able to make it work. So we're going to have to wait and see. But I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Let's see here. Yolanda Drinkett says, there is great beauty in simplicity. Oh, I like that. Thank you so much for the super chat, sis. Uh, DJ Kane says, Diddy told his son, let me show you how to hit it right, boy. Oh, <laughs> uh -uh. that is messy, though. That is, imagine if that was a mother and a daughter sleeping with Diddy's son. Imagine if the genders were reversed. I don't know. That's just weird to me. Diddy knows he is too damn old to be trying to go after his son's leftovers. He's such a disgusting old man. But the funny thing is Lori's parents were here for it. I find it weird that Steve Harvey is more attached to her and does shit for her and is always seen with her than his own biological twin daughters. I don't know. I find that strange. But I guess. Um, Jay Jersey Girl says Lori has options. She's young, beautiful, and rich. We could have options like who would not date around. Exactly. And the difference with Lori, the one thing I respect about her is she goes for the upper echelons. Okay, that's what Angela Simmons should have been doing. You are hip-hop royalty, and you end up with the dude who was arrested for scamming and busting checks and selling drugs. So at least with Lori, she's gone with people who are above her pay grade. So I'm not mad at her. Again, it's also pretty privileged. Lori Harvey is pretty as hell. Nice body, pretty face. So that also helps. Let's keep that real. Um, T-Baby says, do you feel like Lori's a social climber? Well, not really. You know, I would say maybe she's a dick climber. <laughs> I call her a dick climber before a social climber because, I mean, she's not, she's not a musician. She's not an actress. I just asked y'all before, what does she do? You know what I'm saying? Like, well, what does she do besides take on Steve Harvey's moniker, his last name? I don't know what she does. She's rich because her mama married rich. So I don't really think it's social climbing because she has nothing to give us. She's not selling me a project. She's not selling me music like Meg Thee Stallion. Meg Thee Stallion is the epitome of a social climber. Lori, Lori Harvey is a dick climber. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm not mad at her. You know what I'm saying? Do you, boo? But I'm going to call it what it is. I think she's a dick climber. <laughs> she's an eggplant climber <laughs> if you can mess with a father and a son I'm sorry you're an eggplant climber <laughs> but yeah I don't know what she does I've, I've heard people say she's a model like I said I just know it's a pretty socialite I don't know what else she does honey she's a socialite who climbs pain and does a pretty good job at it <laughs> <laughs> she don't matter all up to Michael B. Jordan, so I ain't mad at her. Let's see here. Christian Ross says, hey, T, I know the Discord is closed, but can I still become a, a member on YouTube? This is my first membership, and I'm glad it's for your channel. Yes, you can. People are still supporting and joining the membership, even though the Discord is closed. And definitely, I definitely, definitely appreciate it. So thank you so much for the support. You know, and, you know, I will open it eventually, but just right now, I'm just not. It's just too much, you know, and we just I don't I don't want to be censored. 
So we're just watching who's all on there right now. But thank you so much. Um, let's see here. Uh, Shy Baby sent 20. Thank you, Shy. Oh, Shy B, I appreciate it. Um, Dreamer Inc. says, when you reopen Discord, will you notify members first? Love you, T. Love you, too. I definitely will. So, yeah, so that is the whole Lori Harvey situation. So, yeah, that was funny. She said, this, do you think she's a social climber? No, I think she climbs peen. <laughs> I'm just keeping it real. Let's see here. Um, Joseph uh, Brixton Senfai says she was also with Lewis Hamilton. And Lou is premium for women. Yeah, she was with Lewis Hamilton. I forgot about that one. Yeah, Lori don't play. That's one thing I will say. Lori does not play. She took that damn Steve Harvey last name and she ran with it. Okay? She don't play. Um, let's see here. Jennifer Clive says, yes, that's right. Read people their motherfucking rights. You look amazing, beautiful. I'm a BBW. Hold on. This thing always gets cut out. I'm a BBW struggling with who I see daily. I'll be 38th on January 14th fighting to love me. Uh, thank you so much for the super chat. And again, self-esteem and self-love starts with self. Period. And I think the easiest way to get that is to, you know, tell yourselves positive affirmations. You know, so many times we're quick to knock ourselves down, especially for like just even minute things like, oh, you're dumb or, you know, how could you? You made this mistake. You know, we're always quick to beat ourselves down. But, you know, we also in the same right need to give ourselves positive affirmations, because when you give yourself positive affirmations, it doesn't matter what the world thinks of you. So you tell yourself, you know, that you're beautiful and that you're worthy, you know what I mean? And that you live to be 38. That's amazing. That's not old. That's amazing. How many people didn't wake up today? You know, so those are all things that we have to tell ourselves. And then if you want to change something because you feel like, okay, you're BBW, if you want to change it, then you take the steps to change it. You know, and it's not easy, but it's, you know, it's just whatever you want to do, you got to find that fight within you. Today is my seventh day of fasting, day seven, you know, and I just been fasting just to like, you know, lose weight and get back in shape. And I honestly, I feel better. You know, all I do is literally fast, sleep, watch Game of Thrones, you know, so just just give yourself, you know, positive affirmations and just know that you are worthy, you know, and that you are somebody to somebody. OK, and don't worry so much about social media and what you see on TikTok and on Instagram, because a lot of these people um, who show these highlight reels and themselves dolled up and, oh, I'm going here and I'm going to this event and I'm doing this and I'm doing that. A lot of them are fake in the front. A lot of them are not happy with themselves. And a lot of them are going through things behind closed doors. So never compare yourself to people because you don't know what they're going through. So I just hope that, you know, that helps. And thank you so much for the super chat, sis. Um, let's see here. Um, Queen B sent $9.99. She says, I have been battling acne since I was 14. I'm now 22. Cystic acne is no joke. I've had four cystic surgically, oh, four cysts surgically removed. We are beautiful. We are valid. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. Amen. Yeah, I never knew a whole lot about it you know, until she posted that. So I think, you know, her making people aware was just really a blessing 
because again, we just, we take everything for granted. You know, you take it for granted if you have smooth skin, just like you take it for granted if you have a flat stomach or you take it for granted, you know, just to be able to get up and walk. You know, there's somebody who can't walk right now. You know what I mean? We just take things for granted. So it's always good to put ourselves in other people's shoes and to learn, you know, their struggles. So thank you so much for sharing that with us. I appreciate it. Um, let's see here. Adorable Dashi Poo. Then five, she says, I'm not going to lie. I grew up with acne and I came to love them. I don't care what people say about my face. I make my acne look good. I know that's right. Thank you so much for the super chat, love. That's so sweet. Yeah, because it's like you don't see that anymore. So people always, because uh, I remember I saw a picture of Justin um, Bieber. I was shocked as hell. It was like an unretouched picture. I guess they had took a picture and walking down the street. He had all types of acne by his mouth and chin. I said, what the hell? Because I'm so used to seeing them flawless. And I think that's the part that like, that's frightening is because we're so used to seeing perfection that when we see it, it's like, oh my God. And it shouldn't be that way. Like, you know, we didn't grow up like that. You know what I mean? Like we always saw people with acne and, you know, scars and stuff like that. But because everything is photo uh, photoshopped and retouched and, you know, smoothed out, we don't see it. They're just like... Like I told you guys, when Kendrick Lamar came out with that song, um, Be Humble, was that Be Humble? I believe so. When he's talking about, you know, the stretch marks and people started sharing pictures of their stretch marks. And it really helped me because I didn't know other people. Like I know people had stretch marks, but I didn't know people had stretch marks on their butt and stuff. And my sister don't have none. So I don't know, no, and I'm not going to just be talking to random people like, oh, you got stretch marks on your butt? That's not something that you ask people. So I just always felt embarrassed. That's why I never wore swimsuits. That's why when y'all would send me bikinis, I would always have like a little wrap. And then when people like Kelly Rowland and it was so many women that summer that were posting pictures of their skin unretouched. And I'm like, oh my God, people have stretch marks. I didn't know, like on their butt, on their hips. I didn't know that. I thought it was just me. And then remember, I went to that pool party and then I, <laughs> and I put on a bikini for the first time. <laughs> when I was in LA, I mean, I did end up putting on shorts because I just, I don't like being in bikinis. <laughs> I'm such a boy. I do not like being in bikinis. I don't like having my butt all out and stuff. So I ended up putting on shorts, but at least I went to the pool party in a bikini bottom. Okay. <laughs> and my friends were so proud of me. <laughs> And I just let my stretch marks hang, you know what I mean? But I didn't know that. So yeah, like just being open and honest about things like that, like it did so much for me. Like it made me feel better. Like, oh my God, like I just thought like, what the hell, you know? And I would like, you know, I put like creams on there and, you know, derma needling and all that stuff. And it's minimized it, but it made me feel better. Like, oh my gosh, you know, people like Kelly Rowland have stretch marks because Honey, I would be at the beach with a towel. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, why do you always have a towel? I'm like, oh, hell no. Y'all not looking at my ass. I got <laughs> that is me keeping it real. But you know, once that sign came out, guess who was at the pool party? Like, towel off. <laughs> Look at my bikini body. <laughs> so it made me feel a little bit more confident, but... You know, after about 30 minutes, I was like, I'm putting my shorts back on. I just don't like walk because I feel like I was walking around in underwear. So I don't know, honey. <laughs> I'm such a damn boy. <laughs> I was like, I feel naked. <laughs> but yeah, that was fun. Fun times in L.A. I swear I miss L.A. so much. We used to just have a ball. <laughs> but yeah, be humble really helped me. It did. 
And I think, you know, if we just show like more imperfections, it would make people feel okay. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, man, it's a trip. So anyways, enough about, about my ass, <laughs> about my stretch marks. But um, I want to go on here and also talk about, ooh, this Nick Cannon situation. We got to talk about this, y'all. I've been out here for an hour. I'm going to keep going. We got to talk about Mushmouth pro-black Nick Cannon, okay? So if you guys do not know, Jessica White, the model, beautiful sister, she is blasting Nick Cannon right now. Um, let's see here. Taylor Moore says, you miss L.A.? Question mark. Hmm. Yeah, I, I don't have the right to miss L.A. It's cold right now in Minnesota. You're damn right I miss L.A. <laughs> but um, so Nick Cannon basically is being put on blast by Jessica White. We got to talk about this. This interview made me extremely uncomfortable just listening to what she had to say, okay? Um, I already knew Mr. Mushmouth, you know what I'm saying, was a male Jiggle with lots of hoes. <laughs> Wasn't that his song with R. Kelly? He tried to act like he didn't work with R. Kelly. Yeah, Mr. Jiggle He told y'all that shit years ago. I'm a Jiggle with lots of hoes. Well, how the hell that damn song goes? Let me find the video here of Jessica White. This video's disturbing. Sad. She did an interview with Jason Lee um, about her situation with Nick Cannon, honey. Y'all got to see this. Great mess. All right, let me go ahead and play this for y'all. Reclaim, but you did uh, reclaim your life to your own and that you weren't sharing it with him anymore because he had recently had, uh, it had been discovered they had a kid with Brittany Bell, another kid, second kid. Mm -hmm. um, you weren't aware that she was pregnant? No, but she was aware that I had just had a miscarriage mm. two weeks prior to her news coming up because mm. he told me that he told her. Um, and I was living at his house and she knew that as well. Um, but I found out on Instagram along with the rest of the world. And wow. did you feel betrayal at that point? I felt a lot of things, which I won't even relive. Mm -hmm. Um, cause you have to remember I was going through still her, my hormonal changes and we were about to start in vitro. Mm -hmm. So, so were... when I came out, people thought like, Oh, I was this home wrecker. No, you there was a real life going on. I was bullied for months with that whole situation because I was still trying to be nice about it. And like, I didn't break up. We didn't break up right away. We were actually still trying to, you know, work things out. He was with me for my birthday. Like it wasn't until I went home to New Orleans to visit family where I had to ask myself some heavy duty questions, like definitively angel. Is this something that you feel like you can handle? Can you stay here and deal with this? And the answer ended up being no. Did he protect you at all? Because I, I would feel like if someone was attacking me that I'd want my partner. I told him, to we actually spoke about it maybe three weeks ago when he said he was going to right his wrongs and say something. He has yet to do that. So, I mean, I'm looking, I think he's a man of his word and he eventually will in his own time. But that has to be incredibly painful. It is very much so. And I expressed I that imagine. to him as well. I, I, as, I, as a woman, I can't even imagine having the man that I was trying to have a baby with not defend me publicly. He should have, but yeah. he, you know, he said he will, so I believe that. But you did... Uh, reclaim your life to your own and that you weren't sharing it with him anymore because okay let me go ahead and come back on here give me just a second here okay so y'all just watched that interview with jessica um jessica white i saw a lot of tiny violins okay that was embarrassing 
And let me let me keep it real. That was very embarrassing. Now she's saying that she's mad at Brittany Bell, who is Nick Cannon's <clears throat> other baby's mother. Now it's funny because Nick Cannon never publicly claimed Jessica White. If you guys know the story of social media, he never one time, <coughs> excuse me, he never one time publicly claimed her. Nobody even knew that her and Nick were thin until she started going into comment sections of the shade room in Hollywood Unlocked, constantly like just basically dick riding him. Like, oh my man, and he's so fine, and my man, this and that. And everybody was like, Your man, y'all together? We can't tell because he's never mentioned you, you know. So she made it publicly known. And so my thing is she's saying that it seems like she's she has a lot of upset energy. Yes, for Nick, but also Brittany Bell. And she's saying that Brittany Bell knew that she had just miscarried. Ma'am, Brittany don't owe you nothing. Nick Cannon knew that you had just miscarried. Nick Cannon was not only raw dogging you, he was raw dogging Brittany Bell. He was having unprotected sex with both of y'all. And my thing is this, why would you go and get in vitro fertilization treatments with somebody that one doesn't publicly claim you, okay? And he's out here, you know, sleeping with somebody else. Nick Cannon has always said that he does not plan on settling down ever again, ever since he got married and divorced uh, from Rye Carey. He says he just wants to, you know, Date a bunch of women. Basically be a male whore. That's what he wants to do. He does not want to get married again. He does not want to be in a committed relationship. Brittany Bell is cool with that. They have a situationship. You know, she just wants to keep popping out his babies. And I also feel like Nick also has colorism issues as well. Okay? Because he's never had a problem claiming Brittany even before she got pregnant. But he's never made one mention of Jessica. And I think this is really sad. And as black women, you need to go where you're celebrated and not tolerated. I think it's sad that a woman who is gorgeous, she was, um, um, I think she's still modeling, if I'm not mistaken. But you're sitting here, you're beautiful, you're successful in your own right, you're childless, and you want to be a third baby mama to Nick Cannon. So when women do this, I have to keep it real now. Some of y'all might get offended, but you know, you fuck. Um, when women do this, to me, it translates to your career is failing because she's 36 years old. So she's getting, you know, older in the modeling industry. You know, the modeling industry, they like younger women. That's just keeping it real. Um, her career is not where it needs to be. Um, she's made her money, but she's definitely not as rich as Nick Cannon. So at this point, she's willing to sell herself out to be a kept woman. Okay. It's hard for me to feel bad. In that instance, you knew what it was. She wants to be a kept woman. Why would you put yourself in a situation to be a third baby's mother to Nick Cannon unless you want to be kept? And she's upset because Nick Cannon's baby with Brittany Bell, and they named that girl, they named the baby Powerful. That's the daughter's name. It was the baby was born uh, Christmas, I believe. Let me see. I have the picture on my desktop. Cute little girl. Um, the baby was born on Christmas, and I think that's really why she's upset is because Brittany Bell was able to have that baby with Nick Cannon, you know, and unfortunately for her, she wasn't. Jessica, I'm going to need you to do better. Find somebody who wants to be with you. You're a beautiful woman. Like I said, you're successful in your own right. Find somebody who wants to cherish you. 
and have that person's child. Get married to that person. You can't force Nick Cannon to love you. Nick Cannon has said from day one, he wants to be a player. And he has every right. I don't know why women get mad when men tell you guys the truth. Y'all feel like your coochie's about to change their mind. Absolutely not. And when a man has options, I keep saying this and y'all love to get offended. When a man has money and fame and power and options, he's not likely to be faithful. He's not likely to want to settle down. For what? If I was Nick Cannon, I'd probably be fucking everything that moves too. Shit, I don't know. I'm just saying. But you know, when you tell the truth, people get mad. But it's like, he's always said this. So I'm, I guess I'm confused by the tattooed tears and the shock. He's always said this. He's always had this demeanor that he's not going to settle down. So let me go ahead and show y'all the baby. The picture of Nick Cannon and, and um, Brittany and the baby. Give me just a second here. So that's them. The baby's name is Powerful. So again, another mush mouth. <laughs> you know, he loves to speak about the black family. Okay, Nick. So yeah, you know, I just, I don't know. Like Jessica is a beautiful woman, but again, what have, we, what, have we been, what have we been talking about this whole stream? It doesn't matter what people show you on the outside. They can be beautiful on the outside and post the most pretty, you know, the most beautiful Instagram pictures and show you all their highlight reels. But quietly, this woman was suffering because the man that she's in love with does not want to be with her solely. She was willing to put her body through painful in vitro. And I don't know. I've never gone through in vitro, but I've seen it on Little Women L.A. And all I remember was Chrissy, the little short woman. Well, they're all short. Uh, she was crying. I was like, damn, this shit is painful. And she was every time she'd go get in vitro, she'd be crying because they were like stuffing stuff up there and give her. I don't know. It's just painful. It's a painful process. Why put yourself through that through somebody who doesn't want to, who won't even claim you publicly? That doesn't make any sense to me. So young black girls learn from um, Jessica's situation. Go where you're celebrated, not tolerated. Don't sit there trying to be a kept woman. You know, she's trying to shame Nick. But honestly, to me, this makes her look worse than it does Nick. We all know Nick is a mush mouth who can't keep his peen in his pants. He's fucked damn near the whole industry. We all know this. Kim Kardashian to Salida Eubanks, okay? Mariah Carey. Okay, Nick has been with a lot of women. And he has, you know, he has that right. He has money, he has power, he has fame. Y'all can call him corny, but he pulled some bad bitches. He pulled Jessica. So again, you have to be selective and know your worth. And in this situation, you know, she's trying to blast him and, you know, she's upset and she's still hurt. And then he even lied and said that he was going to clear it up because, you know, she, she looked crazy out here. You're in everybody's comment section, you know, fighting folks. You know, you, you, you sitting here going back and forth with folks on the shade room. And meanwhile, Nick is over here with Brittany Bell, you know, getting ready to start their family and, and living their best life. So he said he's going to come out and speak on her behalf and, you know, claim her or whatever, tell the world that at one point in time they were together. And it's been three weeks and he still hasn't done that. So I guess she decided to go, you know, go to Jason Lee's platform and spill the tea. But I'm sorry, that made her look worse. It made her look worse that you chose to put your body through that, through somebody who wasn't even claiming you. So it's sad. Ooh, 
Valen says I heard Nick was packing and <laughs> she put three eggplants. He got this. I wouldn't be surprised. Something under that damn head wrap. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised at all. Okay. So <laughs> I don't know. I would not be surprised. But you know, like I said to his credit, Nick has been honest. He's been saying that for years. That he does not plan on getting remarried and that he doesn't want to settle down. So, I mean, you can't drag him for that. He's always publicly stated what it was. So, yeah. Nick, Nick, is, Nick is for the streets. <laughs> he is. He's for the streets. You know what I'm saying? And it's sad that she got caught up in that. She thought because of maybe her status or because her beauty that that would change him. And she found out that fat meat is greasy. He's willing to put a baby in you. He's willing to go, you know, go with you through these in vitro fertilization treatments. But he doesn't see you as worthy of being his wife or even claiming you as his girlfriend. That says a lot. That says a lot. Yeah. Somebody says he's claiming to nod. Quit, quit lying. Somebody says she heard that he got 12 inches. I don't believe that. Stop. Stop the fallacies. <laughs> but yeah, I'm sure Nick is working with something down there. I've never heard nobody like bash him. So, you know, he might be corny, but he pulls some bad ones. I ain't gonna lie. Y'all over here trying to guess. Uh, Sister Leah sent $4.99. Thank you so much for the super chat, sis. Uh, Ricky1989 says, hey, just stopping by to show some love. We'll be from New Jersey listening at work on the overnight shift. Thank you so much, sis, and thank you for the super chat. Thanks for being an essential worker as well. So, yeah, this whole situation is crazy. Um, somebody wanted me to talk about the JT and Uzi thing before I leave. If y'all don't, this whole situation is a hot damn mess. Let me see if I can. I was looking that, at the article earlier. Let me see if I can find it. JT and Uzi. Uzi has blasted JT of the City Girls um, for basically putting hands on him. Let's see here. Yeah, this is this is really disturbing. And the double standards is very disturbing as well. Let me go ahead and show you guys my screen. Give me just a second here. Okay, so this morning, while we was all trying to eat breakfast, Uzi took to social media and he says this. He says, bitch, you not Lori. You must want to die. Then he says, I hate this bitch. Really knocked out my tooth. Hold on. I hate this bitch. Really knocked my tooth out. Strong asshole. So basically, he's saying that JT of the City Girls, one, you're not Lori. So, and I don't understand, like, what's that supposed to mean? Because she's not what you deem as pretty as Lori. That, so if Lori would have knocked your tooth out, it'd been okay. Like, that's stupid. Okay, Uzi. But um, he's saying that she knocked his tooth out. And I see a lot of people taking that as a joke. I don't find it funny. If she would have got on social media and said, you're not Michael B. Jordan. This fool done knocked my tooth out. Can you imagine the outrage? Can you imagine that there'd be no jokes? They'd be off with his head. Okay. Just like when Cardi, when I had called Cardi B out 
when she was talking about how she puts hands on Offset. And I said, no, nah, that's bullshit. That's not okay. Because had Offset came online and said he puts hands on Cardi, oh, it had been shut down. Okay? The internet would have came for him. So it's not okay. Keep your damn hands to yourself. But yeah, I, I just, you know, like I said, I JT and Little Uzi, they might as well just call their relationship quits. They don't seem like they're as happy as they once were. And if it gets to the point where you got to put hands on each other, it's better to just go your separate ways. It really is. So that was just really disturbing. I just, I didn't find that funny. You know, I saw a lot of people laughing at it and, and saying, you know, oh, well. Um, yeah, and, you know, and he might be just as toxic. You know, he might have swung on her first and she was trying to defend herself. I don't know, because I wasn't there. But like I said, we need to have the same energy regardless of the gender. You know, so I just thought that that was just really, you know, that was just a lot. Let's see here. Hi, guys. Sent $10. Says, hey, T, what do you think about Caesar being his daughter? Love you, sis. Honey, I heard about that situation. Um, and I don't know if I know the full details. He had hit her. Or something like maybe she was in the shower, getting out the shower, and he he hit her or something like that. Cause she's been living with Caesar and the girlfriend. And it was like this big blow up, and the mother was on social media and they were going back and forth. I don't know. I don't know. You know, I think certain things don't need to be taken to social media. You know, if he's abusing her and he's disciplining her in a way that he shouldn't be, then that should be between the family and call the damn police. You know, all that, when stuff gets taken to social media like that, I always have to give it the side eye. And Caesar hasn't really addressed it since then. Um, I know he said that he didn't hit her and the girl was over-exaggerating. I don't know. But again, this is what happens when you're not in your child's life the way that you should be. And for years, he wasn't in that child's life. And now he's trying to make up for it. And he's trying to be this authoritarian in her life. Well, you can't do that at 16. At 16, she's basically who she is. He should have been more of a, a father figure in her life when she was younger. So that way, by the time she's 16, you shouldn't have to lay hands on her. I don't have to chase my 15-year-old around the house and put hands on him. He knows better. You know, so that's the difference. You have to be in your children's lives from the time that they're young. And because... He went through a lot. Yeah, and Cheyenne, somebody said Cheyenne's mouth is disrespectful. Oh, yeah. Trust me, I, I, I've peeped it. She has a very disres disrespectful disposition. You know, but again, this is what a lot of people um, encourage on social media. You know, disrespectful children, you know, talking back, being sassy. So what happens now is that you have the parent and the child dynamic and you want to be friends with your kids. And smoke weed with your kids. And I'm not saying that's what Caesar does. I'm just using this as an example of what people I know. He want to be friends with their kids, smoke weed with their kids, let their kids fuck in the house, let their kids do this and that, go to the club with their kids. And then when their kids take that same disrespect and use it towards them, then you want to be the parent. It doesn't work that way. And I think because for a long time, they've allowed her to just talk to them any type of way, act like she's running the show. It's then hard to rein a child in. And Caesar and the baby's mother, they allowed their bitterness, both of them were bitter, the baby's mother and Caesar, they allowed their anger and bitterness to where he was not a part of that child's life. 
You can't you can't discipline a child at 16, 17 years old. That disciplining and being there and rearing that child should have been done a lot earlier. So that way she's not talking to you and coming at you like you're her homeboy. She would know that that's my father. So I'm going to address and treat my father with a certain level of respect. So, yeah, I just, you know, I, I don't know. They, you know, like I said, it just seemed like um, it was a lot of drama. It got taken to social media. The mother, uh, Cheyenne's mother, said that she caught the police and she's filing charges. So I guess we'll just have to wait and see. But I just think it's just too many parents who are trying to be friends with their kids. And they're okay with their kids being disrespectful to everybody else. And then when the chickens come home to roost, now you want to punch your child. Now you want to punch your child in the chest and knock them. And I'm not saying that's what he did to her. I'm just, you know, just saying in general. Okay. I wasn't there when he hit her. But again, this is why it's important that people need to put the bitterness and the anger when relationships end, put that shit aside. It should be about the children. Allow that man to be a father. He helped create the child. Allow the mother to be a mother. She helped birth the child and do what's in the best interest of the children. You can't come in trying to play father when the child is 15, 16. It just doesn't work that way. So that's my opinion on that. Somebody said he was drunk. Maybe he was drunk. I don't know. It doesn't really excuse it, you know? And why are you getting pissy drunk in front of your child? So I, I don't know. It just says a lot. I think somebody said, Pastor T, am I preaching or what? Let the church say, amen. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, like we, we have to, we have to be smart when it comes to like raising our kids and especially our daughters, you know, you don't want to start beating her and putting hands on her because then she's going to think that that's acceptable and that's how a man should treat her. So him being drunk, not an excuse. You got to be a father first and you can't, you can't come in at 15 and 16. And then now you want to be a, you know, the authoritarian father you know what I'm saying? But the whole time they were growing up, he was a laissez-faire daddy. You can't do that. Um, Let's see here. Bree Down says, T, did you hear about the underground blood clot, blood clot on you, blood clot, excuse me, on YouTube? I heard about it and immediately thought T should cover this. I haven't heard about that. Is that YouTubers? YouTubers are joining a blood clot? Why am I saying blood clot? Blood clot, clot. <laughs> I can't talk. No, I haven't heard of it. I'm not in it. Don't want to join. I don't know what it's about. I'm going to have to look that up. That sounds creepy. I'm AG Sin 20 says, hey, beautiful T, happy new year. Let this year be full of divine health and self-love. Hit the like button. Amen. And thank you so much for that, sis. I appreciate it. Sophie says, I have a daughter who's four and obeys her dad and I, as she should. As she should. But, you know, it's easy when they're four because they're four. You know, like, what's she going to do, buck back? She really can't do too much because she's four. It's a lot harder once they get to be teenagers. But as long as you and her father are doing what you have to do as parents and, you know, guiding her now and letting her know, like, you know, who's boss, you'll be fine by the time she gets to be a teenager. But 
you know, kids are going to rebel. Kids are going to make mistakes. That's just part of life. You know, that's part of being a teenager. But, you know, you have to raise your kids to a certain extent where you know that, okay, at the end of the day, you've done your job. You've done everything that you could do. And see what a lot of these parents do from what I've seen on Black Ink is that they're not in these kids' lives, you know, and then they try and buy these kids. Like, okay, I've made it. I'm on television. I'm getting all this money. I own all these tattoo shops. So I'm going to just throw money at the problem. Well, that's not raising a child, you know, so... It's going to be interesting. I'm going I'm to just sit back and watch it all play out. It's going to be very interesting. Let's see here. Um, uh, Joshua says, grab and watch you since you had a desk. <laughs> Always love you. <laughs> Thank you. I, this is my temporary space in the bedroom. I said this before. Um just because the kids have taken over the den. Um, when I do my Zoom meetings, because those meetings tend to be longer, um, I do them downstairs in the den on the days that they're not down there, just because I have a way more comfortable chair down there and I can sit on that chair for like two hours and talk. But I, I do everything up here just because it's easier. But, you know, we'll be moving again soon and then I'll have like my dedicated office space. So eventually I'll be back in front of a desk but, you know, for the past few months, I've just been in my bedroom. So it kind of worked out. <laughs> but thank you for being here since I've had my desk. I appreciate you, Josh. <laughs> um, let's see here. Um, TJ says, right, these folks love to scream. I want that Will and Jada love people suffering in silence behind the scene. I agree. That's why I said I don't believe in relationship goals and all that, you know, I want to be like Will and Jada. Remember, remember for a long time, for years, even myself when I was younger, I used to think Will and Jada had the perfect relationship, perfect marriage. Then we found out Jada was, I'm a Libra, I'm a Libra, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a. <laughs> you fucking shit out of August Alcina. <laughs> so nobody's relationship is 100% perfect. You know what I mean? So people take all that energy that they use to, you know, saying that such and such as their relationship goes, if they would take that relationship energy and put it into their own relationship, <laughs> it'd be a lot better. You know what I mean? So yeah, I definitely agree with that. Let's see here. Um, Flawless Rose says, your son is cute. I'm his age. Are you, the, are you the girl who was sending a bunch of super chats like two weeks ago? I don't know if it was you or for somebody else, but I always go back and I read all my comments and super chats. Somebody sent at least $50 worth of super chats, like $1.99, $4.99, $5.99, dollars And I don't know why I kept missing their messages. And they were like, I want to date your son. He's cute. We're the same age. They spent at least 50 bucks and telling me how cute my son was. I appreciate you. <laughs> I was like, another super chat about my child? <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh. But thank you. I appreciate it. I will let him know. <laughs> y'all are a trip. I swear y'all are a trip. Somebody tried to get up, get with my 15-year-old, talking about they have a 16-year-old daughter. Oh, your son is cute. Oh, you should, um, you know, what's his social media? Because, you know, my daughter, she thinks he's cute. We're, this ain't the damn Game of Thrones. Okay, we're not, I'm not the, this ain't uh, King's Landing. You're not a, what is that, Lancaster? And I'm a Stark? Who do y'all trying to do? <laughs> They're trying to hook my kids up with their daughters like we're in the Game of Thrones. 
Like, you know, I got a 16-year-old. <laughs> and you got a, you know, soon to be 16-year-old. What's up? <laughs> oh, y'all be cracking me up. I swear, y'all be cracking me up with that. But no, thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you for the super chat. Uh, let's see here. Pink Sent 5 says, hey, T, longtime T Sipper. Watching from the back question, do you think we need to stock up a little bit more? Absolutely. Stock up, stock up, stock up. Um, my deep freezer is so full, I have food on my deck. I don't know if that's ghetto or ratchet, but I don't care. It's cold up here. I have food on my, I have bags of food, frozen items on my deck because I don't have any more room. So I keep food on my deck now. There's meat out there. There's fish there. And my deck is up high. So I don't, I don't think, you know, nobody's going to climb up there and take the food, but I keep food on my deck. Maybe that's hood. I don't know. (laughs) But yes, long story short, stock up, stock up. We're in for a bumpy ride. We're in for a bumpy ride and you're going to see a lot of things coming down the pipeline. So just be prepared. Yes, King's Landing. You guys, it's been a fun night. Thank you to all 12,000 people who came through. I've been on here for an hour and a half. This was amazing. I feel so much better. It was just nice just to, you know, get y'all's energy and talk to you guys. You know, lots of really dope conversations, comments, and everything else. I really appreciate it. Um, No, this has just been awesome. So I'm going to go ahead and get ready to um, log off here. Um, I will try and drop some more videos this week and try and get a podcast out as well. So you guys take care of yourselves and thank you guys so much for joining me this evening. I appreciate it. And I'll talk to you guys later. Have a good night.